Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Wait, wait. What, ha- what did your husband do? He, he just bum rushed into her car. Why? He was just, I don't know. I have no, I don't know what's going what on. What no, you do brain. know? Because he was know. angry and he has no self-control? This is the plaintiff, Rosemary Herrera. She says she purchased a car from the defendants and they didn't give her a good title and she can't get the piece of junk registered. These people knew exactly what they were doing when they unloaded the car on her. What they did isn't right, nor is it legal. And she's here suing them for every penny of the $2,500 she's owed. These are the defendants, Deidre Patterson and Shania Cora. Shania says this woman's crazy. She had her boyfriend crash his car into her mom's car because they were upset about the car they purchased. This guy caused $3,300 worth of damages. The plaintiff was arrested because she tried to cause physical harm to them, and they refused to return her money. They're accused of unloading a hoopie. All parties, please use your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. You see, they come to order, please. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. All right, Ms. Herrera, you um, purchased a car from Deidre Patterson and Shania Cora. Who's who? I'm Shania. Okay, and what's the relationship between you two? Mother-daughter. Mother-daughter. How did you find out about the car? My son, because he he was looking for a car. Is this your son? Yes. Okay. He told me it was Deidre's daughter, which she lives across the street from me, so... I went over there. I was like, okay, you Oh, so you two live across the street from each other. (laughs) Oh, and you thought it would be a good idea to sell a car to your neighbor because nothing ever goes wrong with a business transaction with a neighbor. Okay, so go on. So we, um, I went over there. So you guys test drive the car. He did. You like the car and you buy the car. How much did you pay for the car? Eleven fifty. We put a down payment on that same day that I went to go speak to her for six hundred dollars. So um, while the money was put on, I'm confused about something. So the purchase price of the vehicle was one thousand one hundred and fifty. Correct. You are suing for one thousand seven hundred and ten dollars of a loan. They put interest on it. They increased it five hundred and something to pay. So I have to pay one thousand seven hundred to pay that loan off. And you're saying that's their fault because they wouldn't give you your money back. She should have gave me the so money back. So now let's talk about why you feel that you should have gotten your money back. What was wrong with the car? The as soon as she gave me the um, title, I noticed that it was awful and it was um it was what she she couldn't sign it over to me and it wasn't even under her name because the name on the title wasn't hers the name on the title it wasn't her and the back when you sign it she's supposed to sign it over to me she couldn't sign it because there's no line there the last person that saw that signed it was giving it to her so they has crashed it okay whose car was this mine all right when did you and how did you buy it i bought it from 
another person a few months prior because I totaled my car, so I just needed a simple car to get back and forth to work. Right, for. but you're supposed to register it, and, and you I did, did not. I did. So sh why was, are you giving her a title with the other person's name? It was a temporary registration because it had to go through emissions first before they okay, sent it in Okay, show me your temporary registration. Was the title ever in your name? She, like she said, that the title was full. I couldn't sign it over to her, and she knew that because was we needed. Was your name on that title at all? The one no, because right. So, the, is there a title that has your name? No. How come the title is in her possession and not yours? Because the lady motor vehicle gave it back to her. So you go to the Department of Motor Vehicles, and they say what to you? I went and um, I went with the title, and I went with um, the bill of sale that she had gave me, which was a copy of it. And um, I went to go register, and she said, I can't register the car. And because she, what? Because the sh person that sold it to me, she has to get a Q1 um, from her to me, and she needed to get a, a Q1 from the Jackson to her. And Who's Jackson, the name that was the on the owner, title? Yep. And okay. she had to get uh, bring the car to emissions within 10 days. So. Right, but you could bring the car to emissions. She just told me I could. If this other stuff hadn't happened. If, exactly. Right. What did you guys, what did you do to solve the problem on jumping title. This is a classic situation that we see. She can't title it in her name because it wasn't sold to her by the last person on the title. So what did you guys do in an effort to cure the jumping title problem? Yeah. I was given that paper that you have right there and they crossed across the top of it saying I didn't have to go to, to, um, to Missouri where that title. You wouldn't have to go to Missouri. Well, I mean, we have facts. The, and the second assignment. In other words, they told me they didn't have to go through all of that. They, that's I'm why sorry. They, Hold on, because that's what everybody has to go through. So I'm no, going to need to see what you're saying where they tell you you don't on, have to go that on, through all that. I the, need to see. Then what's the problem? On the very. So what was the problem then? It shouldn't be a problem because if it was a problem, they right, wouldn't have Right, but you were the there and there was a problem. What was the problem according to the that? The problem was they told me I didn't have to when I was there at first. Okay, ma'am. And then I, ma and there, when first I of all, I don't see them, anything crossed out. So it's I'm at the very. It was at the very top of um the registration form. They put a line across the top of it. But, I'm going to hand it back to you, and you're going to tell I'm me what, my, my I, what you want me to look at. My printer might not have got it. I need you to look at the documents you handed me and yeah. tell me what they crossed out. On the top of it, where it says temp or both, they had wrote across, they wrote across the top that I didn't have to go through the... Do you have something to prove what you're saying? In fact, the documents you are, you are showing me that you gave me in evidence don't say anything about what you're talking about, right? My printer didn't catch it. And what, according to you, are they? She's saying they said everything is fine, which I don't believe, because then you'd have a title and I wouldn't be here. What, according to you, are they saying? I texted her because she wasn't even answering my phone calls, and it started getting nasty. Can I see the text? Yeah. Now, started getting nasty is an understatement. I start, she started getting nasty, and she didn't allow my mom the 10 days to fill out the Q1 because the next morning, Saturday morning, her and her fiance crashed another car into my mom's car. So after that, Ooh. it was just done. Back it up, back it up, back it up. What happened? So basically, they were out on an all-night bench that next day until the 5 o'clock in the next morning. They turned around, and I don't know what they were doing. They just turned around and just slammed into the back of my car. How do you know? They have video they, and pictures. I have video that... This is after the crash happens? That was that same day. Okay, did you actually see the crash happen? I was in my bed. The car sits outside my window. And what happens? And Tell me from your as, perspective, heard, like the first thing you hear. As soon as I heard that big bang, I heard a big vroom, and they tried, when I looked out the window, they was trying to reverse the car from my, out of the back of my car. And as Good far Lord. as they Who got... Who was in the car? 
her her boyfriend and she her. She was in a passenger. He was a driver. So. Are you serious? Yes. I, my husband was driving and I was not there. I came she out. She was in the car. She I was went outside. Out in the she car. was in the car. Wait, wait, wait. What ha What did your husband do? He he just bum rushed into her car. Why? He was just, I don't know, I have no, I don't know what's going well, on. Well, no, you do brain. know, because he was know. angry and he has no self-control? Is that his father or no? No. So he did what? He just, he, he took one of his, is this the car in question or a different no, car? No, a different car. Who owns the car he that did? That was his car. He took his own car. Yes. <laughs> it was not registered nor insured. Yes, it no was. No plates on it. No plates. Wait, 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 because I got to, he took his own car <laughs> and rammed it into the back of my vehicle. Your own my personal, own personal car. vehicle. Are you kidding me? She was so they out. never allowed us to get she, ten days to even resolve the queue. They don't have to allow you, but this is she was passed this out, is Your something. Honor. Hold on. She was Hold passed on. Out. She was passed out in the Hold front on. Seat. She cannot let her come on. Oh, you stop recording? You stop recording now? I'm not recording. Stop recording? I, oh, I can oh, do what the f I want, no matter which way it goes. Are you a my daughter's on the phone. No. My daughter's on the phone. You're, you're a schemer. Uh, my daughter, yes, I'm not a schemer. My, it up. wasn't my car. How can I scheme? Yo, Yo get the f out of here. You hit my car. Man, you hit my car. Don't you dare. Because this is one of my conversations. Bro, look at that. Like that. Done. I don't care. I don't care. Come on, man. I don't care, yo. Go across the street, bro. Is that her husband? No, no that's, that's one of my neighbors. neighbors. Basically, he was in between us for basically. For Where's her. the husband in this video? He got out the car, left her in the car, passed out, and walked away. I asked him. I said, she Yo, what's going on? She wants to fight me. She wants to swing at me and hit me for no How reason. How long after the crash it. was this video? That's right after. Oh. Oh, I feel like the power went out on a movie. I was. <laughs> what? Right in the middle of the good part. What ended up happening? What happened out there? I got arrested for preacher peace. Who got arrested? I did. Because of the screaming and hollering and everything? But did your husband yeah. get arrested for criminal mischief? No. How does he not get arrested for criminal to, mischief? To our knowledge, he has he a warrant, away. but he oh, good. Just, they just haven't caught okay, up to well, him yet. Should, Get, apparently, you know where he lives, so get yes. them to serve it. And listen to me, if it's true and there's a warrant out for him, he wants to surrender. He does not want to get to, because if you don't surrender, you can't control posting bond and everything else, and you're going to spend time in jail. So if there's a warrant out, he better find out if there's a warrant out. He walked away, Your Honor, left her and walked up the street saying, I don't give a call the cops, I'll go to jail, I'll kill myself. Worried about over the car? $600. Over, over 1100 and something dollars of a car. How old are you? Stole my son's money. Kept 18. Going. I want you to listen to me. This is not how people behave. People shouldn't be selling a car they don't have a title to. <clears throat> but most definitely, her husband should not be crashing a car into their car. And by the way, the damage to his car is infinitely more than the damage to your car, which yeah. was kind of surprising. Right. Because if this is not the ultimate example of stupid behavior that cuts your nose off to spite your face, I do not know what is. This is the dumbest lack of judgment that I have ever seen in my 19 years on the People's Court. And I got to tell you, we have a lot of lack of judgment on the People's Court to choose from.
Oh my gosh. Welcome back to the People's Court. Harvey Levin here. Would you buy a used car from your neighbor? No, I would not mix business with anybody that I know because it usually goes south. That's kind of interesting. Would you do it? Only if it got thoroughly checked out to make sure it was a uh, goodbye, like by a mechanic. Okay, what do you say, ma'am? Um, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't mix business and friendship or anything like that. Why is that? If everything could be on the up and up, why not? Because I just feel that it could ruin a friendship or a relationship that was good. Or you're stuck with a neighbor and enemies. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Going inside the courtroom. My catalytic converter is messed up on my car now. Oh, my, my car makes noise. Did he have insurance? <laughs> no, he wasn't registered nor insured. They gave that information to the officer. The officer told me that they had insurance, but yet they could not cover my car because that car that they rammed into my car, this car here, was not under their insurance at all. It wasn't. So, the, all right, well, you may have to covered. sue him yeah. for it the damages, covered. but more importantly, people usually, I find that they come up with dough when they have a criminal case hanging over their head. So you definitely want to pursue this, both criminally and civilly, because this is outrageous. This mm -hmm. is outrageous conduct. You were 100% in the right, and then this happens. Now, you have, let's see, what else you're suing for? You're suing for the loan, you're suing for the garage storage from August 1st till today, because why can't the car be parked in the street? It's not registered. Oh, right. Um, so you proved that you were paying garage storage. Well, I, it's under, just I don't prove have, that I car don't storage is, be, okay, then you don't get it. It's simple, because you can't just shout out a figure, and then I say, oh, okay. You know, I deal in proof. That's how it works around here. All right. What's the date of the sale of the car? It has, it says August. August the 1st. first. That was the first Was the sale on August 1st, yes or no? Yes. yes. Okay, so then before that, she made clear to you, before the purchase of the car, the final purchase of the car, before you got the car, she made clear it hadn't passed emissions, so emissions would have been on you, but we still have all that problem with all the Q1 stuff, which your answer to that is she didn't give me time to do it. And they then, said we had 10 days I understand, the next but no, morning. But you, what you don't understand is that you're supposed to have all that done before you sell someone a car. So I am going to order you to return the... Eleven fifty that you pay that she paid for the car, which means the car goes back to you. The fact that you don't have money and had to get this balloon payment loan, that's all that stuff's on you. That extra stuff is on you. That is how you do your finances, and that is not something they have to pay extra for. Your garage storage, you brought zero proof of, so they don't have to pay for that either. So I am uh, ordering the return of the 1150 upon the return of the car, and this is not a pain and suffering case. But I gotta say, you got a lot of nerve asking for pain and suffering when you're, you were in a car that ended up doing this. All right, no problem, we're done. A verdict for the plaintiff in the amount of the 1150 upon the return of the vehicle, which we will make arrangements for now. Stop there. talking. Well, the defendant is going to have to give the money back. You're going to get the car back. Uh, you understand that, right? Yes. It's okay? Yes. car's okay? That's fine, yeah. Okay, fine. As, as far as I know, when I gave it to him, it was fine. Yeah, all right, okay. This turned out to a real real mess, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. afterwards, yeah. All right, thank you very much. Okay, Ms. Ferreira's on her way out of the courtroom. Ah, this really was a brouhaha that broke. And you got her, how long did you spend in jail? Or did you go to jail? Just like 10 minutes. Oh, that wasn't, that was pretty quick. Yeah, right. they didn't want to arrest me, but they had to because she wanted me to arrest her. Okay, I hope you learned something from yes. all of this. Thank you. Okay, Harvey. Okay, Doug, I'm gonna make this short and sweet. Never buy a car where you can't get title right there. If they can't give you title, 
don't go through with the deal. And that will do it for this case litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Dawn Child. She says she hired the defendant to put in a patio in her backyard, and the guy created a mess. The patio isn't level. Her swimming pool is tilted to the point where the water will leak out, and the guy insists he did a good job and refuses to remedy the situation. But she's suing for $1,140 so she can get the job done right. This is the defendant, Stephen Page. He says the plaintiff's trying to rip him off. She knows it, and shame on her. He did a great job adding a section onto her already existing patio. She never mentioned she was unhappy with his work, hired him for another job, and he's not returning any of this woman's money. He's accused of being off-kilter. All parties, please use your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to install a patio that wasn't level. The defendant says, he did a great job. It's in the case of you and my patio aren't on the level. You're welcome, ma'am. Dawn Child. Yes. You had some work done uh, in your backyard by Mr. Page, the defendant, and you paid him $1,140 to do the work. What kind of work was it? He um, put in a patio for me in a garden bed. All right, and what kind of patio um, material was it? It was uh, patio block. Pavers? Pavers, Okay. Yes. Um, now, was there a, a, a patio there already? Yes. All right, what is this a picture it. of? Is this a picture of the old patio or the new patio? That is the new. What is this a picture of? She new. can't tell. The new patio. The new patio. So this is this is the work that you did. Yes. All right. And this is what your complaint is. According to you, the way he pitched it, it ends up pooling water. Correct. Yes. When did you have this work done? Uh, last year. No. When specifically did you have the work that you're June suing upon of 18. done? June yes. of twenty eighteen. Eighteen. And you paid for the materials, and you paid him the one thousand one hundred and forty purely for labor. Correct. When did you first notice that the water would pool? Um, when he was putting it in, I told him that it did not look level to me. How did he put it in? Did you watch him? Some of it I did. What did he do? I don't know what he, I don't know. How did you put the flooring in? I put level lines in. Um, I used a laser to establish the level lines, the string line, and then you measure down and build the base up to the appropriate level. What part of this was already there and what part of this did you add? Because I can't see the... There was approximately a 10 foot by 10 foot existing patio in the back Can corner. you come over to the, the screen and maybe point it out to me? There we go. Go ahead. It, it, uh, this area was the existing patio and weeds were growing through it and it was out of level. Okay. Uh, I extended it, I believe, eight feet this way and four feet this way. What did you? What's underneath that? Is it sand or cement? It's sand. There's a. The process is, you dig out the area. Landscape fabric, a stone base, crusher run paper base. You you tamp it, and, and then an inch of sand, and then the pavers, and then you sweep sand into the cracks. Okay. 
sweeping. So, I, it, it, so if I was there, I could lift one of those pavers? Yes or no? No. How come? Because they're locked in. I installed this border. I got it. Around the so perimeter. the border ends up locking everything together so you can't lift them up. Well, you could, but it'd be, it'd be difficult. Right. Well, yeah, you could do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fire so she's complaining about the water pooling there. And if you'll see in that picture, there's a lot of water pooling there. And that's kind of annoying. Yes. So what's your answer to that? She directed me to, because she had the weed problem prior to this, she wanted me to put the landscape fabric on top of the stone base rather than under it. She, she contacted me through Craigslist. Okay, it, go ahead and go back here. Okay, when you say the landscape fabric, you're referring to a mesh fabric that is supposed to stop weeds from coming through. Yes. Okay, now she told you to put it on top of the rocks. Yes. And the, where had you read that that would be a good idea? I didn't. I didn't read that it would be a good idea. He told me that he shouldn't do it that way. And I don't recall telling him to do it. Okay, why would he tell you you shouldn't do it that way if you hadn't told him to do it? I'm not even sure why. Okay, but there would be no reason for me to say, hey, you know which way not to do it? <laughs> that just doesn't come up. Um, so according to you, she told you she wanted it that way, that it would be better for the... For, for weed control. But is your answer to me that that looks like that because of the fabric being put on top of the gravel? Yes, because... Well, why don't you just tell the customer, no, I'm not going to do it that way. <laughs> because they're the boss. So if a patio has pools of water that build up, is that automatic proof that the person who built the patio did a bad job? I would say no. I would say it depends more on the location of where the patio was built in case of uh, circumstances of weather and other other things. I, have, I didn't even listen to what you said. This dog is, what? tell me about this dog. I love him. French Bulldog. This is Ruben. He's two years old. I'm actually more He's so cute. Can I pat him? Yes, of course you he can. He's so cute. Look at his face. Oh my God, this dog <laughs> is so cute. Oh my God, going inside the courtroom. It does drain water. But it drains. I but imagine it's, it's much harder to drain water. But, but it seeps Because through. if we had, yeah, I know it seeps through. It's a little bit, you know, it's right. kind of the idea is to have this, this layer that doesn't let stuff go through. That's the idea behind That's why I don't understand why you wouldn't say to her, you're out of your mind, I'm not doing it that way. I also don't understand why you ask for it to be done that way. But I'll tell you what has me scratching my head even more. According to you, when do you get hired to do more work on her house? 52819. Oh, so it's July, it's June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. 11 months later, you are hired to do more work. Is that accurate? Yeah, he put in a bed, a flower bed. Why would you hire him to because do more work? Because he did a great work? job on the flower bed. No, 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 no. You're telling me his workmanship was faulty and he should return, you should keep the patio and he should return every penny that you paid him. And your argument to me has to be that his workmanship is so faulty and it's not what we agreed upon. That's the only way you get that money. And yet you hire him again to do other work. So it's good enough for you, but it can't be good enough for me, right? He did a good job in the garden bed. It's not about the garden How come bed, this didn't it's come about up? the patio. How come it didn't come up at all when you brought him back? And you had him right there. I did talk to him about it. Okay. Let me and hear we from texted you on back that. and forth. Let me hear from you on that. When did she bring up the draining or whatever we want to call well, it? Well, first, I'd like to back up a little bit if I could. Sure. 
not only did I build another raised bed garden for her, I built a walkway from the patio. A walkway? Yes. With pavers? Yes. Oh, oh, exactly what, oh, well, it was a garden bed. It wasn't pavers, Judge. Oh, that's a totally different, so you actually hired him to do more pavers. Yes or no? A walkway and a gate. The gate's go right there. Go on. <laughs> go ahead, go on. Did she bring up, though, did she say anything about, hey, water's collecting here? No. So yes, when was I the did. first time you found out that she was unhappy? When she sued me after I did the second job. <laughs> How much after you did the second job was that? Uh, about a week and a half, I think. All right, I have the text. So when she sued, go ahead, yeah, what does the text say? This is my response and her response. Well, let's see that. You insisted on me applying landscape fabric improperly on top of the stone rather than under it. That's why it drains slowly. Her answer, that should not make any difference. Her answer is not, that's a gross canard. I never insisted any such thing, which is what I would expect from someone who didn't insist on that. You know what? Ms. Childs, you don't act like somebody who feels that he doesn't know what he's doing when you hire him to do the exact same thing in May. He did the bed and you put six No, it wasn't in. just the bed. Stop saying that. It's and just six like when you, when you say, I don't, I don't recall telling him that I put the landscape. I, you know, you're quibbling to win and it makes me not trust you. I find in this case that you have not proven your case that it was not good enough for you and that he should be returning the money back. I find that if there's a problem with drainage, it drains eventually. What it does is it drains slowly. And I think that it stands to reason that if you put the material I would have preferred that you had shown some integrity and said to her, I'm not going to do it that way. But in your mind, the boss, she's the boss, she's the customer, she wants it done this way because weeds are more important to her than drainage. Well, then you called it. You see, you called it. When you literally have a fabric that's sole purpose is to stop stuff from coming through quickly, okay, it makes it very difficult for you to prove your case. Verdict for the defendant. Well, the judge finds for the defendant in this case. Miss Child, what are you thinking right now? What? I'm thinking that it's not about the water that was standing there. It's about how unlevel the thing is. I work all the time. I don't use it a whole lot. But that was unlevel, and he did it. He knows he did it, and that's, that's it. Do you understand the judge's decision, though? I mean, you waited so long. It's you hired him again and again, uh, and you're still complaining? You're playing a year later? What's the matter? I don't know. She's 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 uh, she's not uh, happy. <laughs> Thank you. I gather Thank that. I gather that. Mr. Page, are you were you shocked to get sued by her? By the yeah, way, actually, I was. Yes. I mean, I think so. It took a long time. Yes, yes, it did. Um, and justice prevailed. Thank God. All right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Harvey. I mean, Doug, here's the thing. This was a substandard job, but it was done at the direction of the plaintiff. So it's a case of tough luck. Now we'll do it for this case, litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. This is the plaintiff, Jessica Jean Francois.
she says the defendants are 11-year-old son's half-sister. They have the same father. The defendant basically stole their dog, refuses to give it back, and that's so not right. She doesn't want the money. She wants the dog. But if she can't get it back, then she wants the $1,800 the dog's worth. That's why she's suing. This is the defendant, Sequoia Perkins. She says her brother brought the dog over to her house after their father passed away. And she noticed he was being neglected. His hair was matted. He smelled awful, and she didn't think twice about keeping him so she could nurse him back to health. Now the pup is happy and healthy, and she's not about to return him to be neglected again. She's accused of being a doggone dog napper. All parties, please use your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case in the docket, the plaintiff says the defendant is her son's half-sister and she stole their dog. The defendant says her brother brought the dog to her house and the dog was being neglected. It's the case of my dog is doggone. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, ma'am. All right. Uh, Jessica Francois? Yes. You're suing Sequoia Perkins for $1,800, the value of a dog you say she stole from your family or the return of the dog, which is what you really want. Tell me what's going on here. What is the relationship between you two? She's the sister, she's a half-sister of my son, of okay. my um, minor children. So you have, you have a son, and that son's father is also her father, correct? Yeah, I have three All children. Right. How old are you? 44. Okay, and this, your son is how old? He, um, he's 11. Okay, so big age difference. Uh, had you had a relationship with him before everything that we're gonna talk about now? Somewhat. Okay. So let's talk about the day, um, I am very sorry for everyone's loss, the day that your father passed away. Tell me what happened. Um, basically, I took him to his doctor's appointment. We left on the way back. He were giving me instructions on how to get back to her house, and he went into cardiac arrest while we were in traffic. In the car? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I pulled over, I called 911 immediately, and they walked me through, give, giving him the chest compressions. And, you know, the um, first responders came. They took him out the car. They started working on him. The ambulance came, and then they took him Was to the Was he alive hospital. at that point or no? no? I'm so sorry about this. Thank you. And I'm sorry for you, too. Um, he was a part of your son's life. Yeah, my son was in the car with them. When this happened? Yes. Lordy, lordy. All right. So now... You had a dog. The dog's name is? Man. And how did you come into possession of that dog? The father, he gave it to us because um, his mother passed away and his brother was on tour. So his, um, the aunt allowed us to have the dog. Um, so the aunt gave, okay, the aunt is also your aunt? Yeah, it's my aunt Rowena. All right, and the aunt gave the dog to? to Willie, the father. The, er, their father, okay. So was Willie living with you? Yes, I was oh, with And he had been living with you for how long? For, um, let me see, he's 10, about 13, okay. 13 years. I was All with right. him for 15. So, and the dog came into your possession when? Or Willie's possession when? 2015. 2015. And from 2015 until the time that this happened, which happened when? What, when did this happen? December 2018. Of 2018. 
um, the dog was solely in the possession of your household. Correct. All right. Then what happened? So that weekend, I, I believe it was a Thursday when he passed, my son wanted it to go to, you know, their house. And, I, you know, I, I didn't think anything of it because they were together so they can grieve and mourn together. So on his way out, he was like, can I take Marin? Once again, sure, you know. He comes back Sunday without man. He says that, you know, Shakoya says, let them, you know, have him for a week so that the, um, she has a dog. They can play together, and next weekend he'll come home with it. Did you pick up the phone and call her and say, what are you doing? Like, because that happened without your consent? Yeah. Actually, I didn't pick, it up, pick up the phone. I text her. Okay. Do you have those texts? Yes. Let me see those. Why did you keep the dog? I explained to her How did this even come up, that you would take your little brother's dog? When the dog came to my house, well, when he got in the car, he had a bad odor. When you pick him up, you can feel his ribs. I gave him a bath as soon as he got back to my house. I could not get the smell out. So I had to wait another week, do another washing. I'm sorry, this is someone else's dog, right? It's not your dog at this point. So why did you keep the dog? Uh, what I did was call my aunt and ask her. The it's one not who your gave aunt's dog. Dad. It's been at their house for five years. I don't understand what you don't understand. How's it? What has this done to the relationship you are supposed to have with your brother, who you shared this horrible, life-defining well, moment? Do anything with. to the relationship that I have with my brother. Oh, the boy doesn't she care. He comes to see you all the time. He doesn't want his dog back. Even if he wanted to come see me, she wouldn't let him. She took well, the phone call. Right. Him. But what do you think it's done to it? Let me just say: Have you ever met a boy with a dog at eleven? What do you think this has done? So if the dog's being neglected, um, can the person who sees that happening take the dog for its protection? Absolutely not. Why? What's to stop me from saying he's not neglecting his dog and I just, it's a cute dog, I'm taking it. Well, what's to stop you is he's much bigger than you and he'd kick your ass. <laughs> How fast is he though? <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. Did you talk to him after this happened? I talked to him, mm-hmm. And what'd he say? He told me that his mother's boyfriend was abusing him, and I yeah. had to something. How come about you that? never mentioned that in any of your pleadings? Never mentioned that until right this second. We weren't here for that. We were here for the oh, dog. We were here for to try to figure out why you kept someone else's dog, and you never once said what you just said. Let's see. Maybe it's in the text. I don't know. I'd like to see the text in your phone, not on. I mean, I'll see the paper, but please get it in your phone because I, people tend to just photocopy what they want me to see. Are these screenshots? I don't want to see screenshots. I want to see it in, I want to see your actual text. Do you understand what I'm asking? Yeah, but, um... Why can't you just show me the actual text in there? Because it was deleted. Just give me what you got. You know, that's nowhere near as good as actually seeing the text in their own, in their own form. Do you have the text between the two of you? Pull it out, please, on your cell phone. Mm, that's good. Thank you. I have consulted with my family members about bringing man back. Specifically, the sole person, my Aunt Rowena, who told me to keep man. Do you have anything here from Aunt Rowena? No. She yeah, and she's number. not the person who's, hold, who's had the dog for five years. She's specifically the person who has no ownership is, interest in the dog because he was Grandmother Inez's dog, and Uncle Charles gave him to my dad, which means he is my dad's family pet, to which you respond. She continues, I'm not trying to start nothing with you or threaten you. I was told you plainly state to you the facts. All my dad's electronics, black bookcase, money, 
out of his safe, his important papers and whatever else is in your, oh, man was hostage to other money and, and documents. His important papers and whatever else is in your house you have, whether you want to give it up or not, is not an issue. Seems like an issue because you mentioned it. Someday you will have to release all his important belongs, belongings, no stress, love. I have no, you answer, I have none of his money. He still has money in the bank. I also have none of his important papers. If papers for his court case with his apartment, it's here, but policies, et cetera, I don't have here. I don't know where you got your info from. Then in February, my lawyer needs your address. Tell your lawyer to call me. What does he want with me? If you want to know I am the executor of my father's estate, then yes, I am. My father's wife have agreed to let me handle it. Did your father have a will? No. Did you go to probate court? We we're in probate court right now. He has some situation where he was coming coming into money from my grandmother's estate, and that's how he wound up having the estate his estate lawyer. And by the way, does I, stop stop. When you say you have been named executor, it's the court that would name you executor. Did the court name you executor? Not at this moment. So you're one still... out at this moment. That that's like you know being a little bit pregnant. You either are or you aren't. So you are not the executor. Who is the executor? My father's wife. Okay. Now, did your father's wife, as executor, send out letters to your son about how many kids does your father have? Twelve. If there is an estate and he dies without a will. No one of you has a more right to it than the other of you. There are three kids over there that are his kids. Have you received a call from a lawyer? No, I called him. Okay, and so did you give him the date of birth of your children? Yes. So your children are part of the probate case? Yes. This stuff can drag. Um, but we, you know, we kind of have a problem. And the problem that we have is that I see it your way, that that dog has been there for a long time and it's kind of ridiculous that she thinks she's better than you and better at bathing a dog and better at, dogs are property. There is a question here about whether this is you and your son's dog or his dog, the, the deceased dog. That's a reason why we have, I, I, don't, I saw that you had your son write a letter and I'm very moved by it and I'm very sorry because I can't imagine a worse action on that woman's part than to deprive her little brother of his dog a week after his dad dies. Especially when I see it in the text how it went down. Text after text about, yeah, I want my money, I want his money, I want it. You've kept things, so yeah, I'm not giving you, I mean, it's insanity. But here's where the problem lies. There is a court of law that is already handling all of this stuff, and it's the probate court. And that's the court that should handle this stuff, because it sounds like that dog was given to your deceased husband or mate or whatever it was. You understand? So I can't just say, give him back the dog. And I can't just say, it goes directly to her. And I, I can't, I'm not in a position to do that, because if it's his property, and although we love our dogs and there's a lot of emotion involved here, if it's his property, then the property has to be disposed of by a court in the probate court. So I'm going to dismiss this case without prejudice for you bringing it up in probate court. And before you leave, if you need any assistance with that, our legal staff here will give you some assistance so that you have some guidance, OK? Based on that, I'm the dismissing this case without prejudice.
So in a rather interesting twist, this case has been dismissed by Judge Melian because the case is going to be handled by probate court. It has to. Yeah. What do you think now? What are you thinking? It's going to probate court. So you understand the situation? Yes, I with do. With the dog. She's still got the dog, though, right? Yes, she does. And I guess at this point, there's nothing you can do. No, there's nothing. But I'm going to probate court. Obviously. Do what the judge said. I'm really sorry for you. Ms. Perkins, if you'll step out here. Um, obviously, this the dog issue is going to be part of the court situation now, and in that case, yes, that's what but the, you've still got the dog, right? already told me that the dog was part of my dad's probate case. Yeah, yeah. So, but you've got the puppy, and you're not going to give him back? No. Well, good luck to you. Okay? Thank you. Thank you very much. Very interesting twist, Harvey. What do you think? Okay, Doug, I mean, we've seen these cases from time to time where the judge says it's dismissed without prejudice, means that the person can file again if they need to. In this case, it was just filed in the wrong court. This should have been a probate case because the probate court has exclusive jurisdiction.